Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. ice cream from the ice cream truck that is constantly bothering Cody. Yes. That is just screaming and wailing. (laughs) Cody's constant nemesis. Yeah. (laughs) The thing that we always associate with like summer and joy and late nights is Cody's constant nemesis. Listen, it's a real enemies to lover situation. (laughs) Because on one hand, it does make recording very difficult at times. But on the other hand, I do love ice cream. So. (laughs) Yeah. You know. The amount that I would just give for, and they always disappoint me, right? Yeah. But the amount that I would give for an ice cream truck snow cone right now. Yeah. God. A snow cone right now? Fuck. Oh, God. And I'm not even thinking, right, about, like, the bougie trucks right that have that are like 16 dollars yeah no, i'm no, thinking no, no, of no. like little league softball yeah. like yeah i want to pay two dollars in a for a, a snow cone in a paper cup where the syrup is just gonna drip down my arm yeah i want to see someone pour just a disgusting amount of syrup that is oh my god so like fluorescent you know i want my teeth to be blue right <laughs> From the amount of syrup in this. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And I want to be able to, like, drink it, and then it's just ice. Yes. It's not even good. (laughs) Like, it's... But that's summer, baby. That's it. That's the vibe. It is. That's just summer. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I... Speaking of summer, I'm trying to find... I haven't bought clothes for myself in forever, and I famously don't own many summer clothes and that seems to be a problem (laughs) sure and so all those things came in today and i'm feeling the summer vibes and it's great yeah yeah i love that i'm so excited for you to be on island time yeah i'm on i'm here i'm officially clocking in it is (laughs) island time and we're out here relaxing oh and we love to see it um i'm so excited for you yeah we have I guess a, a bit of a combined happy thing. So if you want to say how you're doing before we dive I into will. that, I would love that to hear. Oh how my you god! Are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm in a constant battle with allergies, mm. as I ought to do here in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, we are in island time here in the Pacific Northwest as well. Just a constant like oscillation between ooh, it's like nice and got those big puffy white clouds and blue skies and then it's like also um as we call it here june gloom right yes (laughs) um which is just um anytime before the fourth of july where it's just gray and drizzly um which is you know what that's it that's how it is here which is also fine yeah so just you know live in and that's okay (sighs) But I, fuck, I'm so excited to talk about our happy thing this week. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know that we've ever had a joint happy thing before. I know. We've definitely had ones that we both had things to say about and like, and have both like, but this is like truly a melding of the minds here. This is the only (laughs) thing we could reasonably talk about. There's no way. On this, the week of The Bachelorette return oh my god there's no way that you could talk about anything else with our one brain cell (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
really going on autopilot on this one because it's just exactly done. I feel like we try our best to not talk about the Bachelor franchise right as much on this show right because this could really delve into a just turn into a Bachelor fan podcast exactly and that's not what we want to do (laughs) it's not what we want we listen the happy things are meant to just touch a little bit on the trash that we enjoy right just a little sampling yeah just a little bit what i love about the start of the bachelorette this week with katie the first of our bachelorettes i saw on twitter folks being like oh god it's back. Yeah. This is going to be, this is ridiculous. And yeah. I assumed because it's, listen, the Bachelorette seasons always get very weird. Yeah. But I did not expect what we saw <laughs> on this first episode, which was just properly unhinged. Yeah. And listen, it's fine. I'm glad that we get co-hosts we get to see Tasha again i missed her <laughs> same and it's fine because like especially in the like chris harrison wasn't really there that much anyways like it right. doesn't matter yeah already an improvement is like there's so many more check-ins with between exactly. the hosts and and katie and it's like hey how are you feeling it's like wow that chris harrison could never <laughs> like there's exactly. never any attempt to be like hey man are you okay <laughs> it's like oh how what a refreshing doing? the bar so low <laughs> Such a step up. Yeah. The first night is always weird. Yeah. Just because there's so many men. Too many many. dudes. Too many dudes. And they're always just like, hey, let me make all these weird jokes. Let me show up in a cat costume. Like, stop it. (laughs) Okay, listen. I I at least appreciate (laughs) the cat guy because... Katie fucking loved him. Katie loved the cat guy, so I I have full confidence in this man. But he and the other men, which we'll talk about in a moment, did, like, understood the assignment, you know? A hundred percent. Where, like, mostly, whenever the first episode of The Bachelor of the Bachelor happens, you get all the people trying on goofs and doing costumes and doing big reveals or whatever. And I love it. It's always terrible, but it's great. You know, there's effort being put in, right? Which I appreciate. Yeah, like a British accent when you're in Chicago or whatever. Right, This episode had... None of that. Almost every one of them, besides like three dudes, was like, hey, I'm excited that you're a bachelorette. Let's talk inside. And then they left. And that was it. It's like, and it was, does anyone even care that they're there (laughs) seeing this wonderful woman? There were some weird ones. Yeah. Of like, hey, let me bring my blow up doll. Yeah. And then I'm just going to drag this blow up doll around for forever. And still make it past night one. What? And still (laughs) continue on because apparently the producers want to see this through. Yeah. It's like, hold on. We're not done with this. No, (laughs) this this man needs to, this man needs to stay. The standout of the night. Yeah. By far. Mm. The only man I would, well, okay. The cat guy apparently like Katie loved him. Yeah. I would argue the only man of the night that understood the assignment yes. is <laughs> our happy thing of the week, which is James. <laughs> Otherwise, I refer to him because I could not remember this man's name. Yeah. I refer to him as the, the box man. He's the box man. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up in a <laughs> giant, cannot stress enough how big this box is, like a present. And he's just sitting inside there the whole 
entire night. Like meets her outside meets her in outside the box. In the box. Think like woman inside a cake. Right. Like, yes. Huge. And it's incredible because he's not like, oh, I'm just going to pop out of it right now. Surprises me. <laughs> no. He lets it linger. <laughs> he is like, he I'm going to make you think about me and remember me. I know you still have 20 more dudes to see. And I'm you're just going to be thinking about who's in that box, baby. And I appreciate <laughs> that. That is like the power move. Because all of these guys are the same. They're they all, blend yeah. in for us. They blend in for the hosts. Yep. They blend in for Katie. You cannot tell them apart. Mm-hmm. But the box man is my favorite yeah. for so many reasons. One, he gets confessionals. He's still in the box. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> like the commitment to the bit is so impressive. I'm honestly jealous. They give him a lower third and everything. Yeah. It is my, hands down, my favorite thing. I have legitimately never laughed this hard in a Bachelorette show ever. It's so good. When they roll him in (laughs) to this Hyatt Instant Suites in New Mexico, it takes two people. (laughs) And what I can assume is like one of those fucking like things you would roll on in gym that you would always like roll on your fingers over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it takes two people to push him into the group of guys. And everyone is like, what the fuck? This guy's in a box? (laughs) just in a box. (laughs) And the thing I always neglect to remember throughout these whole episodes is like, they take 12 hours. Yeah. They start at night and then they go into like daylight. Yeah. It's so And this man is in a box. Yeah. The whole time. It's incredible. They toast. He's in a box. Yeah. (laughs) I hope they at least someone just like gave him a little thing of champagne inside. They just like (laughs) lifted up the lid. Yeah. Or like- Cheese and cracker, like, hey, Something. you good? Yeah. <laughs> Are we, can we make sure the box guy is still breathing? Is he good? <laughs> right, exactly. Finally, it seems like very close to the end of the evening because, like, they had put out the rose and everything. Yeah. He does end up showing out and, like, popping out of the box. Yeah. A part of me did wish he was in another box. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just to continue the bit. He's like in a bag or something. It's like this more. It just keeps going down like a Russian doll. (laughs) Yes. But he just, he was like an average, I don't know. He looked like a plain dude. Yeah, he's just some guy. And I think it was a very smart move because James, if he had just come in like himself, I would not have remembered his face. Not at all. Yeah. And so honestly, James, if it was you or someone else, very smart move. Yeah. Good branding strategy. But it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm so glad that someone shared our brain cell. Yes. On that Hyatt Inns and Suites property. We love to see it. Some, there's one producer out there that's just got our, our interests at heart, and I appreciate that. Sometimes that show reminds <laughs> me that it it's not redeemable. Right. But it, it can be entertaining. Sometimes it can there. be pretty okay. <laughs> just pretty okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't even know that I would say that this is a listener question. Mm. I feel like that might be a little bit generous. Sure. But we did get an email, and this email did not have a subject line. Mm. This email did not include any message in there. No need. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) In any other circumstance, I might think that this is spam. Right, sure. Or a crime of some sort. Sure. But this is from... Emily. And the only part of the message was just the link to Screen Rant Corner. (laughs) A very necessary link, I would say. Yeah. And this 
was from Cathal Gunning mm. from Screen Rant of every Wuthering Heights reference within Twilight. Thank God. Finally, someone has done the work it's for us. It's about time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you, Emily, for sending this over. Yes. In the most cryptid manner possible, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah. This is critical journalism, (laughs) some might say. Truly the intersection of of your interests, you know. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) I'm glad that someone was able to pull this so that I did not have to write this up myself. Right, just make a thesis about it. (laughs) Exactly. I'm sure that someone has, for sure. Sure. It is wild to just see the Twilight photos juxtaposed with Wuthering Heights. Truly, this is some of the best Screen Rant Photoshop I've seen in a minute. I agree. you know, the bar is low, I will admit, but these are actually pretty okay. The ones of Edward and Bella, I'll say, look better than we've seen in the past. Yes. (laughs) Where there's, like, not lines visible. Right. I'll say Edward's hair... On the right-hand side, a little sure. rough. A little But sure. you know what? Hey, you tried, if, and I can see that. Exactly. If you don't stare it. at it for too long, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> if I remember correctly, Wuthering Heights is Bella's, like, favorite yes, book. Yes, I think so. Yeah. And God, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> if Bella um, wasn't down bad enough. <laughs> a clip specifically mm-hmm. that I remember, it's referenced often right and god damn stephanie why would you make that be her favorite book yeah it's just unfair to someone to be like oh yeah that's anyone's favorite like favorite book ever (laughs) favorite if it's someone like oh yeah i studied this right maybe it's your favorite bronte novel sure but favorite book ever period just say that like they hate themselves right just say that like they don't value love like stop (laughs) i do think that this piece does a really good job of like presenting the um similarities between them Mm -hmm. i feel like this screen rant article has saved a lot of people in their essay work yes provided some great citations (laughs) yeah yeah they if there had been just like a a very supportive work cited, right at the end of this, you might have helped me a whole bunch yes. during my freshman year um, in college. Oh yeah, but I appreciate the amount of work on here because this, regardless, takes a a lot of work to be able to yeah. to compare. I do love the just the idea of someone being like, I don't want to read Wuthering Heights. I have to for English class. And I yeah. have to write a paper about it, but I don't want to read it. It's too many words. I don't want to read it. Um, I'm just going to watch Eclipse and Ugh. get it the gist mostly, sure. you know? I appreciate that. That's yeah, great. why That's not? a baller move. Yeah. <laughs> There's enough. Sure. Yeah. You know? Right. There's enough similarities that you could, you could get it. Right. I don't know that if, <laughs> I don't know that if um, you, you had to write like short essay questions right you could nail your quiz but you know what fuck it (laughs) like why not i think that this is great good job screen rant thank you screen Um, rant i don't say that to you often but i appreciate this work yeah (sighs) we are like really getting there yes with the host we really are 
And I've been saying that for so long now. But it but feels I'm real. starting it. <laughs> I'm starting to not believe it, but we are. Like, we are 85% of the way through yeah, this I feel book. like we're no longer, we, we've been in the stage of denial <laughs> for the past couple weeks being like, we're so close. Wink. Like, we're for sure. Right. <laughs> the end is definitely next week. For sure, for sure, for sure. But we are right. actually, for sure, not a bit, very close to the end <laughs> of this book. It is wild to think that we will be done soon. Yeah. The evil is almost defeated. <laughs> <laughs> we are, yeah, that there is a time in the very near future where, where we will be done reading this book. Oh, and we get to finally watch a movie, oh. which is the part that I am very excited yeah, for. Yes, so we get to see Miss Sosha in her moment, in her element. I know. I'm, oh God. And there are parts, especially in these two chapters where I keep remembering who they cast as Ian. (laughs) (laughs) And not just that he fucking did the audiobook for Midnight Sun, but his role specifically in Supernatural where I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, (laughs) I'm very excited. Yeah, that's my boy. (laughs) That's my son. And I'm actually very excited to see how he does in this. So when we left off last week, stuff got kind of weird. Things weren't going super well. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We had a little bit of an issue with... The extra healer. Yeah. Saying extra is rude. <laughs> yeah. <But> like, <laughs> the spare. I don't know. So, um, spare is so much work. <laughs> okay, the extra fight. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, I was thinking about it in the terms of, like, bowling, but I, yeah, now right. that I think about it, it's like fucking Harry Potter terms. I'm always thinking so about things work. in the sports context. <laughs> <laughs> At least got the Olympics on her mind, you know. <laughs> I, true. Just got bowling on the brain. I don't know what to tell I, what you. What can I say? <laughs> Anyways, so Wander did an oops by saying summer too much. Yeah. And the human is struggling because yeah. they don't know anything about their life. They just know all of the healer's memories right. that were in their brain, aka my worst fucking memory (laughs) just like the my worst nightmare of just not knowing anything about my life just all the stuff that has been like input into me yeah then by the end when we left off wander had seen just a little scuffle that was (laughs) happening in the main area yeah and wasn't entirely sure of what was happening there was just lots of like yelling and like Everyone seemed to be there, and Kyle was struggling. Right. And seemed to be, like, asking Wanda for help, which never happens. So something could not have been good. No. (sighs) Not good. So that's where we left off. It's what you missed on Glee. That's what they say. (laughs) That's That's what they say. With chapter 55, I... I'm curious about your opinions on this, because Mm. Stephanie has decided in this chapter to make us feel sentimental Mm -hmm. for Kyle. Yeah, she's really making us like, oh, I know that I've told you from the beginning that Kyle, ever since we saw Kyle the first time, that he's bad news and has only, has had no redeemable qualities thus far. Very blanket, does bad things, and just has a bad attitude, and he sucks. Yes. And then, right at the rear, Steph is like, but what if, what if he could be 
nice. What if I could make you love him? But what if, though? What if I could Mm. give you something in his backstory that maybe we could all think about (laughs) and think about him more complexly? It's like, shut up. You can't. I don't want to think about Kyle complexly. No, especially since he's been pretty non-complex this whole time. Kyle has been an incredibly flat character throughout this book. Right. He has been pretty like, hey, we're in the end days in this time. We are humans. Soul's bad. (laughs) When see soul, human kill. Yeah. And I will demonstrate this (laughs) by when you bring a soul into our community at any opportunity (sighs) when I am alone with this soul, I will do a hit. Yeah. (laughs) And no one can stop me. (laughs) And now Stephanie's like, Stephanie's like, but like, you know, humans, right? (sighs) No, Stephanie. No, Stephanie, because you haven't given us any opportunities yeah. To really understand Kyle's whole shtick because no. he hasn't really changed. You can't you can't do a, a bait and switch now and be like, but 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 he's he can have feelings too. It's like no, it's too late. He could have had feelings. No. So many opportunities. Get out. Kyle's been pretty stable throughout all of this. Of yeah. as soon as Wander proved that they had a use. Right. For Kyle, mm-hmm. Kyle was like, okay, they can stay alive. I guess you're okay. <laughs> right. That is the only reason why Kyle was like, okay, fine. And now we are meant to see Kyle throughout this chapter as someone who was like physically affectionate, albeit almost like guarding right. and nurturing yeah. to this character because, because of what, Stephanie? There's no... You are not going to, don't do this right. to us. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It just makes no, there's like no, there's no build up. Like it doesn't make logical sense from a writing perspective. There's no character development for him. Yeah. Anyways, what we were referring to here is the whole kerfuffle that Wander walked in on here where Kyle was asking Wander for help, yeah. which is weird enough in, in and of itself, is that Standing behind Kyle is a, what Stephanie describes as a little pale face with long curly black hair. Hmm. Hmm. Stephanie, I wonder if that sounds like any of your characters from the Twilight Saga. Mm, Can't think of one. Hmm. Nope. (laughs) I, yeah, that doesn't start any resemblance to Brie Tanner, Mm. Stephanie. Ah, Steph. Hmm. Weird. Cool. Weird that it doesn't sound like when you describe her as her mouth hanging open in terror <laughs> yeah. and her dark eyes being frantic. Yeah, the defining having, characteristics of Brie Tanner. Yeah, right. And <laughs> when her eyes are a different color than all of the humans, Stephanie, it's like, could you write a different book, please? Mm, <laughs> like, I think that's asking a lot. I hate it. I hate that all of her agents were like, Stephanie, I'm so proud of you for writing a different <laughs> story. It's so fresh and new and nothing like anything you've done before. Right. Throughout this whole interaction, we are learning that Kyle has brought in a guest. We are not sure who this guest is. But Jeb is very annoyed 
by all of the arguing yes. and all of the fighting. And Dad like, is angry. He's pissed. <laughs> Dad is annoyed, um, specifically because all of this arguing is keeping people away from their work. Yeah. Specifically keeping them away from their work on planning and tending to his cantaloupes, which is <laughs> non-negotiable and completely unacceptable to Jeb. So Yeah, let Jeb have his little cantaloupes, okay? <laughs> this man cannot live without melons, so Fuck off and get back to work, He's folks. dealing with a lot, you know? <laughs> Everyone's having a bad time, and he just wants a nice little melon to eat. It's the apocalypse, folks. Can this man not have a shitty melon? Uh, it, Please. Je- Jeb with his melons reminds me of the guy in Avatar The Last Airbender with the cabbages. And 100%. everyone's always fucking over his cabbages. And it's like, can he have this one thing? A hundred percent. Let him have it. Let him have his cantaloupes. Come on. I completely agree. Anyways... Once everyone fucks off, we are to find out that this, what we, Wonder is unsure if this is a girl. We find out eventually that this is a woman. She's like 28, but Stephanie refuses to describe her as a woman and is like, she's tiny, but she's curvy and she's so small, but she's, you know, she's just a perfect curvy Ugh. and hourglass shape and it's like Stephanie what the fuck are you describing like, it's like what, what, is- what is going on she's like a tiny Fabergé egg but also she's very sexy and also powerful so <laughs> like- don't get it twisted it's like I can't keep up what are you who is this woman she if you touch her she'll break but <laughs> also she's you know she could have a baby at any time so it's like, I, what but the she, fuck I cannot stress enough how fertile she is <laughs> She is so delicate and soft, but, but her name is Sunny. So, so in case you forgot, she's approachable. Yep. Her, this is a soul. This is an alien. What we don't find out until like literally the end of this chapter is that the soul embodying this human is Kyle's wife. Yeah. That's so, in, that's incredibly important to know. Yeah, about that, why crucial. Kyle is like, don't fucking touch this human. Yeah, um, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> because Stephanie mentioned that a while ago about why Kyle was leaving, but it is not explicitly clear about who this person is. Yeah, and so when I had first read this, I was like, why does he care? about who this is like what is why does this matter and that is important to know if you are listening to us talk about this book but you are also not reading it yeah helpful to know right anyways sunny as she prefers to be called is very scared yes incredibly scared wander soon finds out that the only other place that sunny has lived was with the bears Right, the bear planet. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite moments in this chapter is when Sunny was like, whoa, you lived with the bears too? You're like super famous there. And Wanda was like, fuck. (laughs) So you must have lived in the Crystal City where I like saved all those people? Yeah. And Sunny was like, yeah, like I heard that story so many times and- Wanda was like, yeah, anyway, so do you like being a bear, Sunny? (laughs) (laughs) 
how how was that experience for you are you do you love <laughs> do you feel like a bear <laughs> do you love the bears it was one of those moments where I feel like we don't often get to learn about Wanda's personality. Yeah. That they're supposed to just be this, like, like inexperienced right. uh, being. Yeah. And that was one of the moments <laughs> where Wanda was like, I suppressed a groan. And I was like, yes, like, right. you're, like Wanda is developing their own characteristics. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was nice to be able to see. Yeah, they're finally picking up social cues. That's yeah. fun. That's exciting. I love that. The wild thing about this is like we've seen so many different people come into the cave community over right. the past couple chapters, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> given that it's like the end of this book. Yeah. Wander is what like shocked about this though, because Sunny is apparently the most soul-like being that Wanda has ever experienced. Right. Unlike the the seeker who was like aggressively like snooty and apparently unlike themselves, Wanda says that Sunny is like incredibly gentle and incredibly like timid, mm-hmm. which seems tough in this situation and probably explains why all Sunny does throughout this chapter is just cry. Yeah. Um, of just being very over overwhelmed. Yeah. Which is fair. And <laughs> I would imagine just like sees Kyle as this like big angry person and is like, you know what? I'm gonna trust this person, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um that makes things a little bit more difficult as they get towards the hospital wing. Right. <laughs> Wanderer starts to ask Kyle questions and is like, Sonny, you can stay here and cry. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I just need to ask Kyle just a couple clarifying questions. Yeah, here. nothing about you, though. Don't even worry. I got you, bestie. Nope, you're good. Totally not going to be talking about you. Please disregard this person that we're going to walk by here. They don't know who they are. Uh, yeah. we're, we're good. Don't worry just about it. Great. <laughs> yeah, um, she's human. We're trying to figure it out. Don't worry yeah. about it. And when it's just Kyle and uh, Wanda, Wanda, like, pulls Kyle. Uh, I'm imagining, like, they pull Kyle by the shirt and is like, hey, listen, you motherfucker. <laughs> you little what? bitch. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> What's going on? Who are you? Why are you being nice? What the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. Why is she like this? <laughs> Why won't you stop crying? Yeah. What did you do, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here? We learned that in the process of like trying to find his wife, Jody, some shit went down, as you would expect. He went to Vegas first to see if Jody was with uh, her mom, and Sonny was there in Jody's old room. The weirdest thing, and I don't understand why Stephanie described it like this mm. because this does not track for how the aliens how this would happen right. why the aliens ended up conquering this planet if this is how things work right um Kyle describes this as Sonny was in Jody's old room Kyle snuck in he yanked Sonny up threw her on his shoulder and then went back to his jeep and Sonny was like oh hey what's up <laughs> did you are you, what's up? Did you have any questions? (laughs) Like, would an alien, I know that they're not violent, but how would they not fight back? More of a confrontation, you know? Exactly. More of something. 
and just like, all right, you got me. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. All right, that's (laughs) shit. I'm packing it up. So (laughs) like, once they get picked up, they're like, oh, beans. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) They're like defenseless. And my one weakness, (laughs) my feet can't touch the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I am rendered useless. (laughs) That would. If Stephanie had just explained it like that, that would make so much more sense. And it would be very funny. <laughs> and it would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she was like, oh, no. Oh, man. God damn it. Anyways. Looks like you win this round. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. But apparently, uh, Sunny had been dreaming of Kyle this whole time. Why we would dream of someone named Kyle, I don't know. But that's how it worked so that is the story that he tells wanda and during this time wanda starts talking to sunny and is like okay so let's plan out where you are gonna go next because you don't have to go back to the bears but you can't stay here yeah so sunny continues to cry (laughs) and they try to map out a plan of where to go next the difficulty during all of this process is sunny doesn't know where to go She's only been to the Bears, and that makes things a little bit difficult. And also, Kyle is starting to get a little bit more nervous because Sunny's, I think, she said 27. Mm, yeah. So old. Right. Yeah, uh, just, just basically ancient. <laughs> right, exactly. And seems to have spent quite a bit of time as a soul in Joni's body, which, according to Stephanie's lore, means that it might be a little bit more difficult to access <laughs> Joni's memories and, like, when they are separated. Yeah. Who's to say? And finally, throughout all of this conversation, Sunny ends up, like, breaking and is like, it's not fair. Why do you get to stay here to wonder? Why can't I stay if you can? And Wonder's like, listen, that wouldn't be fair. I'm glad that you brought this up. Right. Um... I don't get to stay either. Um, I have to go soon, too. I have to go just like you do. I have to give my body back. And as we would have expected, just at that time, Ian walks in and is like, sorry, what? (laughs) Because Ian, just dense as a rock, has been going through this whole process, knowing what the plan is, but not putting two and two together. Yeah. Of like, like, come on. Of like, Bud, why did you think that Wander showed you how to take a soul out and extract it into the scream tank? (laughs) It's like, you don't need to know this information. It's definitely not going to come up later for me, for sure. Don't worry, Bud. (laughs) Why do you think Wander took you on a field trip to show you where the scream tanks were in the healing center? Yeah. It was, did you think it was just for fun? Or (laughs) that they were showing you because you would need to use that information later? Right. My dude. Hmm. Anyways. So this next chapter starts. And instead of it just being Sunny that is crying now, we also have Ian crying. Just a lot of crying. I constantly forget that Kyle and Ian are related. Yeah. Mainly because Stephanie does not remind us as a reader (laughs) that they are related. Yeah. So during this time, Ian is like, we need to talk, Wander. Come with me. Come now. Let's go. (laughs) And... When that does not work, um, Ian is like, Kyle, move. I am going to take Wander. We are going to go talk now. Yeah. (laughs) 
And it takes a while. There's a lot of like running. There's a lot of Ian carrying Wander and running. There's a lot of running and carrying and crying. Eventually, though, they get back to Ian and Kyle's room. Yeah. Ian is struggling. <laughs> he's he's having a moment, you know. He Not is doing having great. he is having what I can only describe as Jacob's meltdown on top of the mountain before the fight in eclipse. Yes, it, the cinematic parallels. Are he immense. is he is crying and he is glistening and it is very dramatic. Yeah. Stephanie is doing her usual of like his eyes are blazing, there's blue flames, like there's a lot happening. The problem for me as a reader who is often who often has a weakness for Stephanie and how she writes vulnerable characters is when Ian falls onto Wander's stomach and just starts crying. That's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because that, as Wander describes, um, is so much worse than being mad. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like the disappointed i'm not angry i'm disappointed but it's like no i'm not angry i am just full of despair and i will weep um because what what do you do right now like that's just (laughs) and and wanda still not having a great grasp of like social skills and emotions and stuff i can imagine them just doing like the the there there broom thing being like oh yeah with the broom oh it's okay (laughs) uh i don't know how to process any of this (laughs) Exactly. Even they're like, just d- don't. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just rough. Like, especially because the fact that it it was so much denial on Ian's part of like, what if I just don't acknowledge that this is happening? Then it won't happen. It'll be fine. Yeah. And it is rough. Um, especially when throughout most of this conversation, when they end up being able to discuss this again, is... Ian just trying to say, like, you don't have to do this. Like, you deserve a life. And Wander finally saying what we have known throughout most of this, which is why they are doing this. Not just the fact that, like, Mel is, like, trapped. Like, a prison in there. But saying, (laughs) quote, in reference to Melanie, but I love her, Ian. Bum, bum. And I just, Stephanie, what the fuck is this? What is this? What is this? Because why? You know? Steph said, love triangles, tired, boring. Love rhombuses? Love squares? Yeah. Bigger shapes. Bigger shapes. Is this this the answer? Bigger number, better love. (laughs) And better writing. Exactly. Print it. (laughs) And for the first time... Well, at least with Melanie and Jared, this could be an actual love triangle. Right. Yes. Yes. This is how a love triangle actually works. Right. Oh, yeah. Very fun. And not just how fiction portrayed it. Right. When this was published. Yes. Which is, let's give a character two or more options. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But she's a coward and she won't give them... (laughs) She won't do a triangle. No. Um, anyways, Ian's like, but I love you. So that's rough. Yeah. He starts to, well, they start to kiss. And it's, as usual, rough. 
and it even goes what well, one or even goes so far as to say the like describe it as like a fog um yeah. so that sucks <laughs> um Wonder does say though that like they love Ian, so that's good. And this ends, this chapter ends, um, with Ian as usual being incredibly stubborn because we're going towards another tribunal. Bum bum bum. <laughs> um, Welcome back to Survivor, baby. <laughs> yeah, we are going back to Survivor next episode um, <laughs> because Ian is like. Actually, fuck you. Yeah. Um, I'm not listening to your decision. Um, and everyone gets to vote on whether you live or die again. Yeah. Right. Um, Isn't that fun? <laughs> just, you know, for for shits and giggles. It's like, I again. hear you for sure. Totally. Absolutely. But fuck that. <laughs> we're, just, we're taking yeah. it to the council. Yeah. So next week when we have chapters 57 and 58, we get to see if everyone votes on whether Wander lives or dies again. Yep. <laughs> and then um, hopefully we won't have to read more of Sunny and Kyle as Stephanie's poor attempt to recreate Finnick and Annie. Yeah. Because that's what it feels like to me and I fucking hate it. Yeah. Just, I can't handle this. <laughs> because much. like one, Stephanie don't. Yeah ever how dare you leave that to <laughs> Suzanne Collins who like already took over your brand oh, right <laughs> and I just I can't stand Kyle so yeah fuck off <sighs> I hate it so much anyways um we have some amazing patience to thank Ooh, yeah we do <laughs> would you like to start us off absolutely thank you to Mallory Hardwick Ooh. Beow, 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 Ooh. Beow. yes thank you to Katie Black. Boy, 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 boy. Pew, pew. Shout out Kylie Minty. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Boy, 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 boy. Bam, bam, Shout out Carrie Goldberg. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Woo! Yeah! Shout out Rebecca Cullen. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, uh. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch! Wow! Shout out Taylor Brown Town Laudner. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Wow, wow, wow. Yes. Thank you to Bailey Christian. Thank you to Jay Molina. Shout out Cassandra Bomer. Ooh. Bam, bam, Ooh. Bam, bam. Thank you to Tucson Wonder. Wah! Yeah! Shout out Kristen Strider. Yeah! Mm. Ooh! Thank you to Julia Stewart. Boy, boy, boy. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Bam, 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 bam. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. Pew, 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 pew. Shout out Rachel Seeker. Yeah. Uh. Ooh. Thank you to Maddie Fashionelli. Boing, boing, boing. Shout out Genevieve Morgan, our newest Ooh. patron. Welcome to the fold. Welcome to the family. Hello. Thank you, as always, to my mom, your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. Hell yeah. Pew, 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 pew. 
Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Thank you to India Peach. Shout out Casey Yorkie. Thank you to Sarah Blythe. And thank you to Lara Forty. So I have a fan fiction that I pulled this week. Hell yeah. <laughs> and when I pulled it, I noticed, hey, this is a short little ditty on the house. I love this. Yeah. And then I read it about 10 minutes before we recorded, and I noticed that it was, like, literal sex. And I was like, ooh. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to read that. So I went to the next chapter, and I was like, Okay, I'm going to read this one. And then I saw that it was really sad. Um, And so I'm going to read it. um, But I just want you all to know that, like, I fucked up. And I didn't mean to end this on such a sad note. But you know what? I'm going to commit to it. So that's okay. Damn. I Um, I appreciate (laughs) the commitment to the bit. You know, it's okay. This is from the author Nice Kitty Rar. And the title is Drabble Drabble. This is specifically, oh, this was published on June 1st, 2008. Damn. Um, (laughs) And this is from chapter two. It is referencing New Moon. um, And it says it is specifically from after chapter three. Like in the Bella's point of view after chapter three um, of the breakup. Great. So, there you go. Just a little to get in the vibe. How can... How can I exist? He left. He left. Oh, God. He's gone. Can't breathe. No air. Her lungs burned almost daily. Her throat tight permanently. It's as if someone had sucked dry the very life, the oxygen, out of her chest. He's gone. Never coming back. It's unbelievable, incomprehensible, that one being can have such an effect on another, to make them feel as if life is not worth living after they walk away, like there is no existing without the air that once breathed life into the frozen soul that now resides in her chest. I can't, I don't want to breathe. If I had ceased to exist, there would be no more pain, no more sorrow or wishing or missing. End scene. Damn. I know. It's like sad. Fuck, man. <laughs> but if you would like something that is far more upbeat, the first chapter from this author um, is a drabble from the host that is good. Um, <laughs> but I will say it is it is mature. Mm, a little NSFW. Perhaps. It is a little bit, has a little bit of lemon to it. Ooh. <laughs> So I will just, I did not know that when I was clicking it, yeah. Archive of Our Own was like, hey, just so you know, are you over 18? I was like, fuck you. Right. And then I saw it and I was like, you know what? I don't often think before I, I speak on this podcast, but I, I'm not going to read this one, actually. Yeah. yeah, that seems like a fair choice. <laughs> you can live your truth on AO3, you know what I mean? Do what you want. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, 
you know, I would, you know, follow James's journey, sit in a box, read fluff, whatever you want. We are glad that you listened this far. Yeah. And as we say in the Pacific Northwest, get bit and get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an earbud media production. Our theme music is by Eli Krauss, and our artwork is by Maddie Padilla. Follow the show on Twitter at Into the Twilight and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at into the twilight show at gmail.com. You can find Allie at Into Wild Places and me at Cody Crow. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.